Did you cultivate your relationships with family and friends in the year 2022? You know, very interesting to note that if we talk to someone with regards to relationships, and uh, it's actually found in a lot of psychological handbooks as well as certain books uh, pertaining what it means to be friends and find friends and stuff, you would notice the following, and that is that friendship does not merely take place. Uh, relationships with someone does not merely take place. Ask anyone that's been married, right? <laughs> uh, falling in love is sort of easy. Staying in love, that's where the, the challenge comes in. And that is why we are having this discussion this time of the year, because the, the December is a great month to reflect on uh, the, the year that you've had and see what changes you can bring about in January, which is literally four weeks from, uh, from now on. But if you cultivate friendships and relationships with your family, it means that you are actively harvesting, actively working and, and, and uh, spending quality time with people on their terms in order for the friendship and the relationship to grow into fruition. Now, there's a book called The Four Loves. It's quite an old book, but it, it sort of explains the way that um, friendships are formed and now family is formed and now people fall in love and now we stay in love and the, the family relationships and the dynamics and stuff. And in the book, the author um, makes the following statement. He says that the people that can't make friends mere for the, friend, mere for the fact that they want to make friends will never ever make friends because friendship requires a mutual love for a certain topic right now now it's possible that you've made some friends in this year through uh school for instance or university or varsity or whatever the case might be then that would be the sort of the the universal aspect that you and that specific person share in, in that friendship right you share the suffering of calculus you share the fact that both of you perhaps didn't make statistics, uh, didn't pass up st statistics this time. Right. That is your mutual friendship. That is your mutual sharing and stuff, right? Now, that is very, very interesting because if you consider that, you will notice that if you have these mutual things and they change, it can be that your friendship also unfortunately ends. Because one of you then passed the statistics or one of you then uh, passed calculus and then all of a sudden you're not in the same class and then your rela relationship uh, doesn't last anymore. Now, how does it come to cultivating? How do you then cultivate it? Then, if you really like spending time with that specific person, you will then notice that from calculus or statistics or university or school or whatever, right, the friendship developed into such a way that you would notice that you share another or a number of mutual loves that you have for instance you both uh, do statistics and you flunked it but now for instance you notice that you both love the avengers movies and you can have hours of conversations with regards to superheroes and uh, the marvel movie space and how that actually pans out and how it panned out from the beginning and why they released it in the sequence and then you will obviously fall in love with certain other topics uh, that that will not fall in love but you will share certain topics that actually coincides with marvel 
That is very interesting. And that is actually how you cultivate these relationships. With family, you've got to have a different approach because your friendships you choose, your family you don't choose. They've just been given to you, right? Uh, your mom and your dad is your mom and dad. You didn't ask any questions. Uh, they just obviously uh, had you, right? <laughs> it's the same as with your aunts and your brothers and your sisters. Now there, the, the process of cultivating a loving relationship is a bit difficult. You might have the mutual sufferings of whatever the case might be in your household, and that brings about relationships. But I've noticed now more than ever that a lot of people do not necessarily have relationships anymore uh, within their household. They share one roof, they share uh, one address and whatever the case might be, but they don't necessarily are in a relationship. In other words, they don't spend quality time with one another. Now, this only happens if you do understand the gospel message. I firmly believe if you do understand the gospel message and you do understand what it means to give your life for your friends, right? Friends, in this case, can also mean family. So you need to give your life for them. Now, it sounds like I'm making a massive dramatic thing about something that is not as dramatic. But if your brother, who you don't necessarily have a relationship with, has a great love for... Uh, What's the randomest thing that I can think about now? Fish tanks or tropical fish, for instance. Sit with him and let him un explain to you tropical fish and let him explain what's his passion for it. And the moment you can start understanding that, the relationship will probably be able to be cultivated. For the reason, uh, the main reason, that then you would understand his passion for it and then uh, passion ignites passion. That's the way it is. You will not necessarily have the passion for the tropical fish tank or the tropical fish, but you will be able to understand these passions and then hopefully, if all goes according to plan, doesn't always work according to plan, you will be interested uh, in your passions as well. And you would be able to explain to me, you know what, how you get excited when you see this new fish, when you walk by the pet store. That's how I feel when I see a guitar on Instagram, for instance, right? And then you can have these conversations and you can share things. If your brother then shares with you certain things with regards to fish tanks, I can promise you when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see the certain fish tank or you see the certain types of fish, you would share it with them and then you can sort of have that conversation as well and you can have that relationship as well. I've noticed nowadays that in my friendships I've unfortunately grown so lazy that the way, main way of me communicating with my friends is sending them funny videos and memes, which is still a lot better than not talking at all. <laughs> in actual fact, it is actually not talking at all because I'm only sharing stuff that I find funny or interesting and I share it to them and I hope they will find it funny and interesting as well. If I've got a friend that's very passionate about guitars, I will send him a good guitar video if I find one just to have the conversation, uh, not kindled, but to have the conversation cultivated to a certain degree. I do have friends that aren't friends with my other friends because we share a mutual love for something right? We share a mutual love for the gospel, for instance. So I'm friends with that person for that person or with that family member of mine because I know with that, with that specific person, I can share certain 
instances in which I experienced the love of Christ in ways that I have not before, but my father or my mother might not necessarily understand it. And that is the way that I cultivate my relationship with that specific person. With my parents, I need a total different approach because they do not necessarily understand the gospel uh, in the same manner as I do. And then I need to cultivate a relationship with them by sort of seeing, as I said earlier on, what are their patients, what are they getting excited about. And see if I can work the gospel in such a way that they will be un- be, be able to, to grasp it and understand it um, by, as I said earlier on, passion, igniting passion.